You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Our pal Will Prince from CBS Sports stops by in 20 minutes. The Bear Chris Felica from Fox Sports to start next hour. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports coming up an hour from now. Um, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, the great Brian Baldinger, will join us in just a moment here. But just to pay off something we've talked about a lot over the first hour and 20 minutes of the show, we do have official word now, this coming courtesy of Ian Rappaport of NFL Media. Bears defensive coordinator Alan Williams, like lots of rumors swirling and like who knows what's true and what's not. Um, you know, Matt Eberflew saying he's not with the team, doesn't know if he's still the defensive coordinator. Um, Rappaport tweeting moments ago, Alan Williams resigned this morning. He also said a statement is forthcoming from the Chicago Bears. Um, Diana Rossini, who now works for The Athletic, reporting moments ago as well on Twitter, the league is not involved in the Alan Williams situation. Uh, Diana was told it was Alan Williams' decision to resign. It's been categorized as a personal situation and was handled internally by the Chicago Bears. Um, so, listen, we don't know what's going on here. We know Alan Williams is no longer the team's defensive coordinator. We know that Justin Fields threw his coaches under the bus earlier today and then they tried to walk it back publicly a little bit afterwards in the hashtag readdress. And also they're 0-2. Other than that, things are going great right now in the Windy City. Joining us right now to talk about the Bears and the Chiefs and the rest of the comings and goings week three in the National Football League, Odyssey Sports NFL insider, our good friend Brian Baldinger, host of the Odyssey Original Podcast in the huddle with our pals Jason Lockenfora and Carl Dukes put him up covering the entire National Football League. Baldy again on Twitter at Baldy NFL. Baldy, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken, happy week three. It sure is, Nick. Good to be with you guys. Good to join you. Ready to uh, watch all the games from week two. I'm, I'm getting ready for week three. Baldy, I'm curious. I'm sure you've been following a little bit what's been happening with the Chicago Bears. Obviously, not just the first two games, but what happened earlier today with Justin Fields and, you know, kind of a lot of the reporting about him kind of getting along with the coaching staff and everything. Obviously, like you're a great person. It's like you played and also like you watch, you watch tape, like you've watched the Bears offense through two games. Just kind of like what's your analysis of, of what's going on there with Chicago? You can take that in whatever direction you want. Well, I posted a video yesterday, a one play video where I showed a, a protection, and it was a, uh, it was a perfect pocket. There wasn't an ounce of pressure anywhere. And Justin Fields stood there like a statue, had four open receivers, and then I showed the wide angle of the play. With four open receivers, Tampa completely blows the coverage, and he doesn't throw to anybody, and he ends up putting his head down and taking a sack. And I posted the, the photo only because of the video, only because it frustrated me as a fan. And then as an analyst, I was really perplexed. Like, what is he looking at? What's he being told? And why isn't he throwing it to an open guy? And, you know, I also showed some good things, you know, an opening drive right down the field, scored a touchdown. So I showed some good, I, but I showed the part that was frustrating. And it didn't surprise me that he, like, nobody should throw your, your coach under the bus in a press conference. You can knock on his door and tell him you're frustrated. 
that I'm being overcoached. You can do, but you can't do that in public. And so the redress is silly. But that's what I see. I see, I see an offense that the quarterback is unsure about what to do on times, not all the time, but at times he's very unsure. And defensively, I have no idea what they're doing because they don't take anything away. And they're putting a rookie corner on Mike Evans with no help all game. And it just made no sense to me. Uh, Alan Williams has released a statement saying that he is stepping away to focus on his health and family. Again, no longer the defensive coordinator of the Chicago Bears. Baldy, just to, just to play this off here, what's the final score going to be in Arrowhead on Sunday? Kansas City hosting Chicago. For your reference, Kansas City's favored by 12 and a half. Well, this is the No Mercy League, Nick. Like, I saw Kansas City last week against Jacksonville, and they struggled a little bit. Um, you know, they, they weren't real sharp. But I feel like they're, you know, they're a team that just rounds itself into shape. Um, they're going to put at least 30 up on Chicago. If they play the same zone that I saw play last week, Mahomes is going to know exactly where to go with the ball. And if you like Travis Kelsey on your fantasy team, he's going to score you a lot of points. <laughs> hard, hard to disagree, and obviously, the you know, despite what's going on today, like the Chiefs have always been favored by a lot in the game. They're going to keep kind of being favored by a lot in the game. Baldy, you've had, you've had some interesting videos this week. Had some interesting stuff on Lamar Jackson. Obviously, in the you know before the year, we were wondering about the Ravens' offense. How would they adjust this year? Uh, off to a great start, kind of by all metrics. Obviously, in in the record, the thing you know, win loss, the thing that counts the most. They've won both games. Huge win for them. And you saw Harbaugh on the sidelines after they beat Cincinnati, high five and everybody, like a little more emotional than you normally see. What about Baltimore and? Lamar Jackson so far this year? Well, Lamar's off to a great start. I mean, it's a small sample size. It's two games. You know, it's probably 50 passes, somewhere around there. But, he, he, you know, he's, his completion percentage is 10 points higher than it's ever been in his career. It's almost 75% right now, which is second to Josh Allen. And he's spreading the ball around. He got the deep ball to Zay Flowers, which was a beautiful throw. He's their number one receiver. He got a touchdown to his favorite receiver in Mark Andrews. Um, and they're running the ball pretty good, even with J.K. Dobbins hurt. So I'd say the offense looks improved. Some of the things I thought Todd Munkin would do, short passes, long runs, spreading the ball around, getting the ball to wide receivers. I feel like this is the best supporting cast for Lamar, and he looks exceedingly comfort comfortable. I would say that he's still probably pulling the ball down and running too much, but I think that's going to be less and less as he gets more and more comfortable in the offense. But it's, it's been – Cincinnati has owned that team over the last couple of years. Jamar Chase has had huge days against them, and uh, that all got reversed last Sunday. Yeah, Lamar did have 54-yard scrambling this past Sunday. Tough to talk. We don't know who the Colts quarterback is going to be yet, right? Anthony Richardson still hasn't cleared concussion protocol. Maybe it'll be Minshew on Sunday for the Colts on the road in Baltimore against the Ravens. You better you bet on a wonderful football Wednesday. Nick and Ken talking the NFL with our good friend Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider on Twitter at Baldy. NFL. Baldy, really interesting game on Sunday in our nation's capital was slinging Sammy Howell and the Commanders, six and a half point home underdogs against Josh Allen and the Bills, who got right last weekend at home against Las Vegas. Do you think the Commanders are going to keep this game close at home, or is this a blowout win for Buffalo on the road in the Super Bowl 26 rematch? Keep it close. I mean, Sam Howell has been efficient. I don't think he's been great but he had a big comeback win against Denver last week. Um, had a comeback win against Arizona the week before. And one thing about him is he does not get rattled. Um, now, they rattled defensively. They rattled 
Russell Wilson. They hit him 14 times last week. They sacked him seven times. Chase Young made his debut. Uh, he was impactful. But they've got a good defensive front, and they have guys that can bother uh, and get after Josh Allen where he doesn't look like, um, you know, like he's just a freak like he did last week, which, I mean, he did whatever he wanted to do against the Raiders last week. I don't think they're going to be able to do that to Washington. There's things about Washington I do like, though. Like, they have been behind. They have started slow, but they, they, don't, they don't get rattled. They actually look like they're pretty well coached offensively under Eric Bannerman for the first time in a long time, and that's a credit to him. But this game, I think, will be closer than six points, and I, and I think Washington has an outright chance to win it. I'd love, love to hear you say that, Baldy. I, I've liked Washington over their win total this season, just kind of like crossing my fingers and hope that hope that this keeps up against against the Bills on Sunday. Nick and I both bet Washington in the game, like plus a pretty big number. So Washington's a, a really surprising 2-0 team. You talked about like they, they might, might, might be for real. Sam Howell might be good. Another really surprising 2-0 team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, I don't I thought Washington might be pretty good. I had no idea whether Tampa Bay would be good. And to be fair, they're they're two and zero. They play the two and zero Eagles on Monday Night Football, like a really interesting matchup. Eagles a five point road favorite. Baldy total forty six. What about that game? Two teams off to two and zero starts. One one we probably thought would happen. One we did. Well, okay. I mean, Tampa Bay's got the fifth ranked defense after two games. They've been outstanding. Vita Vera is unblockable. Uh, Shaq Barrett, you know, the, the guys off the edge have been good. Um, they hit everything that moves. Like, they are unbelievably aggressive. They are fun to watch defensively. Um, and then, offensively, Baker Mayfield's playing great football. Like, he's barely been touched. He's getting the ball to Mike Evans like he did last week, uh, to Chris Godwin. Uh, he's been protected well. Now, the, this game is going to come down to how that offensive line was twisting worse, you know, at left tackle and Matt Filer and the group, how they protect against a good Eagles front. If they can protect, Eagles are beat up in the secondary. They're beat up at safety. They're beat up at linebacker. They're beat up at corner. They really don't even know who's going to start defensively in some of those positions. Um, they're signing guys, and they might have to sign them and play them. That's how thin they are right now. And so if Jalen Carter and Hassan Reddick and Josh Sweat and Fletcher Cox, if they don't get to Baker Mayfield regularly and affect him and force him into mistakes, which they can do, then I think Tampa can win this game. Tampa, five-and-a-half-point home underdog as it stands right now, Monday Night Football against the Philadelphia Eagles. Baldy, if you or anyone else were so inclined, right now you could bet the New England Patriots by, uh, favored by less than a field goal, so win by three and you would win your bet on the road at uh, Zach Wilson and the, and the New York Jets. Any reason for optimism here with Zach Wilson and the Jets? Defense is really good. They are playing at home. I think back to the two games Zach Wilson played last year against the Patriots. Absolute nightmares for Jets fans and Jets betters. What do you think we see on Sunday at the Meadowlands with the Pats and the Jets? Well, I don't believe in Zach Wilson, and I don't know if the team believes in him. Uh, But he's far from their only issue. Their offensive line was awful against Dallas. Uh, I don't know if Dwayne Brown can even play anymore. Mekhi Becton doesn't look like he could play right tackle. Maybe go back to left tackle. But they got to fix that up front. Um, defensively, they had chances against Dallas. Sauce dropped a pick six that could have helped. They, ha- they created a fumble in the middle of the field. The freaking center for Dallas recovered it 30 yards downfield. I don't know how the defense didn't get the ball. So they're doing some good things defensively. The Patriots are just 
I feel like when I watch that team, I'm watching a game in black and white TV. Like, they just don't have any excitement about anything they do. Outside of Christian Gonzalez, like, and he is a great young player. I just don't see anything to get excited about. The offense, like, the offense line's been awful. They've played nine different guys so far. A lot of injuries up front. Uh, you know, Ramondre Stevenson has been nothing so far. They, they could not get one deep shot against Miami, not one the whole game. Like, there's just – so, like, this game could be kind of even. Like, three points is probably even too much. It's like a one-point game. And flip a coin, who's going to win it? Like, I feel like it's, it's that bad right now. But, you know, the Patriots need a win really bad. So, I would say that New England will continue their dominance right now of the New York Jets. And I, I don't know that anybody believes in Zach Wilson at this point. Baldy, a game we've spent a lot of time on this week is is Browns-Titans. And essentially, every time we've talked about the game, it, co- it comes down to something really simple. Like, Nick and I both kind of think this is a really good time to buy Cleveland or could be a good time to buy Cleveland. And obviously, like, Deshaun Watson looked really bad against the Steelers, played the Bengals the week before that, and the offense didn't play well, but they won. Like, two division games, like, those are going to be really tough. And now they're home against Tennessee, and the point spread is very small. Cleveland's favored by just three or three and a half, so almost just have to win the game, maybe win by more than a field goal to cover your bet. Do you, do you think, based on what you've seen from Deshaun Watson, this would be a good time to buy the Cleveland Browns? No. No, I mean, look, defensively, they're very good, and they proved that, you know, against Pittsburgh. They proved it against Cincinnati. Um, but, I, you know, one thing about Tennessee is they know exactly who they are. They know what their identity is. You know, they got two big explosive plays, you know, um, last week that really flipped the field. They scored touchdowns on both of them. Um, but they get that off play action. They know how to protect their quarterback. Um, and defensively, they are really talented. Their, their defensive front, like a lot of teams, are, are really good, and they can affect you. Um, I believe in Tennessee and who they, who they are way more than what I've seen from Deshaun Watson and what Cleveland is. Yeah. Uh, so basically, it's hold on to your ass this time for Ken and I coming up coming up on Sunday with our with our bet yep. on the Cleveland Browns and hope against right. Tennessee. Baldy, we got about 45 seconds for this answer. Pick the winner of the game, Minnesota on Sunday, Vikings and Chargers. Well, I'm going to be there. Uh, in Minneapolis at the bank uh, announcing that game, Nick. Minnesota's offense has been very good. They can't run the ball. Their offensive line is completely beat up. I mean, the Chargers just can't lose this game. They're just too good of a team. And I think some of it has to be Justin Herbert. Like, at some point, you just got to go with your athletic and you're in overtime like they were last week with a chance to win. And you don't like what you see from your receiver down and run with it. Take off with it like almost every other quarterback in this league. He's been reluctant to do it. And I think it's a lot on Justin Herbert to win this game. But they're a better all-around team than Minnesota is, and I expect the Chargers to go to Minnesota and win. Baldy, we sincerely appreciate it. Uh, and Have a great call coming up on Sunday. Safe travels. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll talk to you next week here on You Better You Bet. You got it, Nick. Ken, I'll take care. I'll talk to you next week. That is the great Brian Baldinger, Odyssey Sports NFL Insider, joining us here on the show. Make sure to follow In the Huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you find your podcasts.
I didn't, I didn't love that answer from Baldy on the Browns. Right. Hoping it was going to be like, yeah, I always like, love the, the grand great, setup. Great buy points. Yeah, yeah, the grand, the grand setup. Like, oh, this, 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 this. Do you want to buy? No. No, not really. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, well then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It could have, could have been a better answer, but and, and thinks basically the Chiefs named their score against the Bears. So we will see. Uh, Chris Faleka will join us coming up to start next hour. Eric Eager joins us in hour number three as well. But coming up next, just check the calendar. It's Wednesday, which means it's Will Brinson time. Will Wednesdays. Will Brinson from CBS Sports joins us on the other side. <laughs> 